What is going on, everybody? Todd here, joined once again by Moriarty. How are you? I'm here. It feels it feels like it's been forever. Cause it has been forever. <laughs> I mean, let let let's be let's be real here for a minute. Um, so it has been a while. Um. I mean, our last episode, we, we had Burgermeister on talk about yes. Quest mod 4.0.1. Um, <laughs> we had a great time. We really did. Yes. yes. Um, and then we said we we're going to take time off for the holidays. Mm -hmm. Let's take time off for the holidays. And the holidays happened. And, and stuff happened. Then life happened. Mm -hmm. um life life does life does weird fucking shit um you know i i had a situation i had to move mm -hmm. um so i mean you guys are seeing um todd face right now as we're calling <laughs> it uh which you can buy on pillows yes. at yes. tpublic.com <laughs> whack User whack the <laughs> precipice. Um, oh, I miss this. What, I miss this so much. <laughs> what what part of it do you miss? Everything, just the interaction. I'm excited Fair. for all the bullshitting and all the talking. Yeah, well, I mean, oh, we've been doing that. Yeah, off podcast. We but. have. We have. I mean, we've been doing it off cast. We've been doing, um, I mean, we've been doing Nashville by night. Yes. Which has been a lot of fucking fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Mori is our, uh, Moriador. Our, Yay. Our, our Tori adorable yeah. Moriador. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, we should probably get the business side out of the way. Yes. So, we have sponsors, and Indeed we do. I greatly appreciate if you guys checked out the stuff that they sell uh, through the appropriate links in the show notes, or if you're watching this on YouTube, in the description. Mm -hmm. uh, we have, and I'm going to start with the one I always forget first, Sideshow Collectibles. Sideshow Collectibles, you're looking for, for statuettes, you're looking for prints, they're the place to go. Really high-end shit you can purchase for your collectible shelves. Um, I in, in my new place, I have more shelving, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to actually... I said I wasn't going to do it. No, I'm going to do it anyway. Uh... <laughs> uh, scary reveal! <laughs> uh, your face brings me joy does it does it yes it does all right so <laughs> um so yeah you guys can kind of see i have shelves which right now we're filled with like pops because that's a thing um i collect shit well what can i say the ones that you guys can't see right now is actually i think the ones that maury can't see either mm -hmm. 
which is my Daenerys with Androgen, my Peanut mm -hmm. set, my <laughs> Pushinosaurus, my, oh my Pushin Mermaid. <sighs> so jealous. Books a million exclusive. Uh, my two dorbs of Pinhead and Unmasked Jason. <laughs> and you know what? For these, I'm just going to I'm going to just bring these out because. OK. At least you remember to take off your headset before you like got up and wandered off, you know, as opposed to just walking away and then remembering, oh, shit, my headphones are attached to my head. Yank. Could have been a lot worse. What happened? I was just commenting about how you remembered to take your headphones off before getting up and walking away. <laughs> yeah, that could have been a lot worse. Could have been really bad. Um, so if there's one thing I really don't collect, I really don't collect anime. Um, anime is just something I, I can't get into at my age. Um, I'm Which going bald, uh, you know, the, the whole thing. It just, I can't do anime. <laughs> But I know people love anime. I know people go fucking ape shit for certain anime pops. So I procured two uh, so I can eventually say like, oh, hey, you have one I'm looking for. Do you have a gold Shenron? Oh. Damn you. Oh, you have a gold Shenron? Do you have a Paranga? In the six inch. Yeah. A Paranga. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so there's that. I could be like, oh, hey, we got these. I can trade you. Because that's <laughs> what I look at. I mean, I, I, uh -huh. um, I use Pop Price Guide to kind of keep all my pricing on my stuff so i, I kind of know what my value is and all the other stuff like most of the people that get serious about collecting will do this um mm -hmm. so i'm gonna use Purunga here for a sec so this here this little sticker here mm -hmm. says 2019 spring convention limited edition exclusive you know what that translates to it's gonna be worth a fucking lot forty dollars holy jesus now, if that one had an Emerald City Comic-Con sticker, it's the same so fucking thing. Emerald City Comic-Con sticker right now, I could sell that for mm. 100 bucks. Shit. Just because of the little sticker. That's it. Crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. It really is. It's, and, and I mean... It's, it's like the Beanie Babies from the 90s. It only is. Only in like a box form with Eagree involved. Yeah, well, so, and I don't, I, I don't take them out of the box. Exactly, and um, I don't think you should. But I know people that buy two sets, one to keep in the box and one to take out of the box. Yeah, and I mean, like, I have my, I, I got my horror shelf, uh, which right now on the end, you can't see it, but is my uh, Dorb version of uh, Star-Lord with the Milano because I ran out of space. Um, <laughs> but then I have my Marvel shelf, shelf my Marvel shelf, uh, except for the end. Mm -hmm. Technically, it's still part of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> because Ash Williams, mm -hmm. Ash from Army of Darkness, Evil Dead, mm -hmm. Ash versus Evil Dead, mm -hmm. has been in the Marvel Universe. There is actually a, a graphic, there is actually a, a miniseries 
mm-hmm. Ash versus Marvel Zombies. <laughs> so that was awesome. my way to backdoor him in there. And then I was like, fuck it. If he's there, Tom Servo's sitting there right next to him. So I got, I got the whole four set of uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. So I got Ash, Pablo, Kelly, Ruby, and then there's Tom Servo just hanging up going, sup. <laughs> I want a Tom Servo pop so bad. I want the Tom Serve Crow. <laughs> yes. That would be a nice Absolutely. one to have. I agree. Um, But yeah, I mean, like, considering I have the space now, I can mm-hmm. kind of show off my pops. Um, I actually just, uh, I just got in my Junkenstein's monster six inch. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to clear off that sh- the top, like top shelf I'm going to be using for like all my, my six inch or, or larger ones. Cause there are like 10 inch and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> um, but I'm going to use that for like my, my six inch pops. I'm going to be using that for like more of the, the larger sets um, mm-hmm. rides and whatnot. I don't like cr- collecting rides. I don't buy the Daenerys with Drogon because fucking my sister gave it to me for Christmas. It's <laughs> there. Yeah. It's one of those that if somebody goes, man, I really wish I had a Daenerys with Drogon. And I go, mm-hmm. let me see what you got because <laughs> I think you might have some horror stuff that I might enjoy. <laughs> hmm? Perhaps a trade. Mm. <laughs> um, but I mean, in, in June, I'm going to be getting my Adams family set. So sweet. Yeah. Um, I do still have to go and get um, procure the um, Entertainment Earth exclusive, which is the black and white two pack of mm-hmm. Gomez and Morticia. Mm-hmm. Um, I will have to procure the. Funko Shop exclusive lurch with thing, which right. I I hope is a six inch. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the only thing that makes sense, right? Um, and I'm gonna have to hunt down the Walgreens exclusive Fester with light bulb. Walgreens, really? Walgreens, yep. Jesus. Yeah, my job didn't get an exclusive. The fuck? I wish. Like you, you think about like oh, oh, what, what places should have an Adams Family exclusive? Hot topic, <laughs> right? That's like the first thing that can, I'm like. Oh my god, Walgreens is like the last on my list of a place to go get like a funking like Funko Pop. So, I have a few Walgreens exclusives. Mm-hmm. Um, I just picked up a couple Marvel ones. Uh, Silk. Uh, Punisher 2099 Lizard. I also have a Gwenpool, which was a Barnes uh, Barnes and Noble uh, was a uh, Walgreens exclusive, as well as a uh, Miss Marvel Kamala Khan. Um, so I mean, there's and uh, it was supposed to show up today, but fucking mm-hmm. the post office doesn't know how to deliver shit. Um, I was uh, supposed to be getting in my um, part two Jason, which is a Walgreens exclusive. So we'll be talking. I'm sorry. I was having a conversation with him. I was still listening to you. I promise. That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) 
<laughs> he then, just had a really pressing question about something we'll talk about later, I'm sure, which is Risk of Rain 2. What a what? Risk of Rain 2. You watched the Gearbox thing, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I watched yeah. that. I watched that shit yeah. show. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I skipped so. through half of it, though. <laughs> oh, we got new development partners. Blah, blah, blah. Josh Roiland. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And then Borderlands, and we can't play the trailers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later, oh, though. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> yes, because we're not even halfway through our fucking sponsors yet. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Um, but yeah, so Sideshow Collectibles. <laughs> Sideshow Collectibles for all your collectible needs. Yes, except for Funko Pops. Fantastic. Because because they don't fucking because they don't sell Funkos. And I'm like, what? Okay. I understand this. Um, they do also have, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, I'm thinking about picking up a couple prints as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but who knows? Uh, uh, also we have Gary Poppins, small batch gourmet popcorn. Mm -hmm. Uh, you, you like popcorn? Love popcorn. Gary Poppins, (laughs) y'all. Gary fucking Poppins. Um, and drop falter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you like a uh, uh, goth, steampunk, or burlesque clothing and, and house goods, there's always the Violet Vixen. Mm-hmm. Um, if you vape, there's Breezy or um, Valiant Vapes. Um, loot crate, loot crate's always a great spot. You know, a great uh, uh, thing. Absolutely. Um. It kind of sucks that they don't have Funkos in there anymore. Yeah. But, I mean, it's also because they moved all those boxes to, like, Amazon. Now Amazon handles all of it. Oh. Yeah. Huh. All the all the Funko, like, uh, Marvel Collector's Core or um, things like that that I guarantee have a Funko in it are yeah. all now, like, just they're sold through Amazon. Huh. And it's like, eh. All right. Well, that ain't bad, but still. I mean, they just announced their um, Avenger Endgame box. Oh, yes. And I'm like, do I want to do this? Do I want to? Because the last Marvel Collector Core box I got was the Guardians of the Galaxy box, where I got that fucking Star-Lord Dorb riding the Milano thing. (laughs) But I got a rocket with, with Baby Groot. Like on there his shoulder, go. so it was just like, all right, that's kind of adorable. Kind of makes up for it. Yeah, kind of did, kind of did. <laughs> um, but we have a new sponsor. If you guys could see Maury's face, this is the same face that Ray and Ballin gave me <laughs> when I said this. Oh God, is it AdamandEve.com? No, it's not. No. Okay, good. <laughs> no, it's Fleshlight. I'm joking. <laughs> now, for all your masturbating needs flashlight everybody we're not sponsored by flashlight <laughs> don't give them free press <laughs> um though if you if you do if you do want us to want to sponsor us we're not going to say no nope <laughs> we will not say no nope not at all Damien product Pay me in product. <laughs> I'll do giveaways. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Let's make sure to clean them out first. 
Well, I'm not gonna give away used ones. <laughs> Like it's like all right. That well, was a bad time to take a drink of water. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Yes, indeed, it was. Uh, no, our new sponsor. I know you've used them before. I've used them. Ballin's interested in using them. Fanatical. Mm. So, everybody's familiar with Humble Bundle. Yes. Uh, Humble Bundle. Obviously, you, you purchase stuff and you have money go to charity. Mm -hmm. uh, so. There was another site called Bundle Stars, and Bundle Stars eventually was just like, eh, we're tired of being, you know, people confusing us for Humble Bundle. Mm -hmm. So we're going to call ourselves Fanatical. Um, they do a lot of, like, mystery bundles. Like, I, um, I purchased one last night. It was $5. I got 10 mystery keys. Um, and the average... The, and it, as I said, $5, 10 keys. Uh, the average price per game was about 9 to $10. Nice. So the thing that sucks for me, they're mystery keys. And I had four or five of the games that I got <laughs> keys for. So of course, that's how it works, right? Well, and when, what, I, what happens when that, when that happens... I go, okay, let me look at my Steam's friends list. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey, Avanto's brother wants Deadlight. <laughs> let me just go and send him a message with a code. Nothing else. <laughs> it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. So it's just like, I, I, so I shot him a message with the code for Deadlight. Mm -hmm. And it was just, I, I get a message, like... I went to sleep, I did some other stuff, and then I wake up and there's the chat window, and it's... Oh, what the hell is this? Is that a key for something? Oh, it's Deadlight! Oh, thanks! <laughs> like, <laughs> three messages. It was terrific. Um, Ooh, wonderful. Yeah. But I like doing stuff like that, you know, when I, when I can. And mm -hmm. uh, Fanatical allows me to do that. I know I've purchased my copy of Yakuza 0 and Yakuza Kwame. From uh, Fanatical. They had nice. better pricing than Steam. They had better pricing than than Humble. Um, I really like what they do. They have some... like I can say like uh, like right now, at the moment of the recording, they have a dollar bundle that includes all the stuff from Skullgirls. Hmm. Like, it, it's... They have the mystery... Like, they have the, the mystery bundles. They have build-your-own bundles... Mm -hmm. Um, they got their, they got their star deal, which I don't even remember what it is right now <laughs> because the star deal is only good for like 24 to 48 hours. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it just constantly changes. Um, but yeah, if you want to check them out, there's going to be a link in the show notes. Use that link. If you make a purchase, then you're, you're supporting the podcasts. Yes. And if you want really cool, awesome shirts for, for, Maury for, for Gimmick Bag, for myself, for any of the other projects that are going on, uh, you mm -hmm. can go to uh, tpublic.com, whack user, whack the precipice, and uh, you can purchase that. You can purchase fucking my face on a pillow if you want that. There you go. I, I, I know Harold wanted that. That's why I, got, <laughs> that's why I put it up like that. 
Because he wanted to sit on my face. Of course he did. Yeah. He Probably was, still does. Who knows? He's he's a total bottom, though. <laughs> he is a total sloppy party bottom. Yes. There is. Like I know from experience, but. Well, I mean, when I said, "Hey, let's let's do a game of you know, let's play a little Dungeons and Dragons," he was just like, "All right, so I'm going to use my nipple clamps of uh, my plus. <laughs> give me a f- plus five to uh, submission rolls." I'm like, "What? <laughs> no! What kind of dungeon mistress did you have? Shit!" <laughs> it was the game Harold was playing. I'm joking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God forbid he ever runs a game of Fatal. Oh. oh. Nope. Uh. Nope. The way you keep it away. away. I have, and I've, I've, I know I've told you this, and I know I've told mm-hmm. most, of, most of the people I interact with this. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I've ever said this on the podcast. I have, so on my computer, I have a, I have a folder with all my, my RPG books. Mm-hmm. Which is fine, you know. That's it's it's a good thing to do, you know. And um, I'm gonna move these pops because that reminds me I have something else to show. Um, for those with the audio portion, uh, I am showing my hardcover of uh, Vampire the Masquerade Fifth Edition really cool and um in the back of the book right where mm-hmm. my finger is yes. is a code for a pdf version of the game Ooh. i have the pdf version yes i have the physical version which means i have an additional pdf version to give away at some point in the future it's a thing and um, considering this book is kind of the source material for for something we'll be talking about in a little bit, mm-hmm. um, it's it's very it'd be a very good thing for for somebody to uh, read this book because you might have a better understanding on things. I'm just saying, maybe perhaps. Um, but anyway, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we, we took some time off, (laughs) to say the least. Um, yes, Ian got in touch with me, uh, the other night because Uh I posted that, well, we did an episode of pod errors and he goes, are are we still, you still, uh, want me on the, uh, podcasts? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's, that's a thing that's still going to happen. That's never changed. No, that's that's not changing at all. Um, that's the biggest thing. Like I, I don't see a reason to change that concept because I, I mean, Ian's a great dude, seriously, and <laughs> I can't wait to have him on the show, you know, and, and just let him do what he does best, which is school everybody in World of Darkness lore. Yes. Now, there's. Two people, I, I, I can name two people off the top of my head that have such a wealth of World of Darkness knowledge. Mm-hmm. Ian is one of those people. Yes. 
Matthew Dawkins is the other person. So. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. Um, Though I will say when, when you look at it as a whole, if you look at Mm -hmm. just like the entire world of darkness, I give the edge to Ian. Yeah. But if you talk vampire, I give Mm -hmm. the edge to Matt, uh, Matthew Dawkins. So absolutely. (laughs) Sorry, Ian. I tried. Um, (laughs) but no, so, uh, but now Ian, Ian also does a, uh, mod for, for vampire, the masquerade bloodlines, um, called the X 20 mod. Uh, Mm -hmm. Version 1.0 is is available on ModDB now, which is cool. Uh, comes in two flavors. It comes in basic. If you just want uh, little texture things to kind of help make the world of Vampire the Masquerade, uh, Santa Monica, downtown, you know, from, from the game, seem a bit more connected to the larger world of darkness, uh, mm-hmm. the basic patch is a great way to go. Now, if you want something a little bit more that that actually adds more content, uh, mm-hmm. and it's and it's not much in the way of like it's not like oh we're adding missions and new NPCs and all of this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I mean Ian added a, a decent bit of of things uh, into uh, the plus version of the X twenty mod, so uh, including an Easter egg for for this guy right here. Yep, I, I have my own Easter egg in in a Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines mod. My, my day, my my year, my my life has been made. I now have a new goal, and Maury's right there with me on this. We're not going to bury the lead anymore. Apparently, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines Two is a fucking thing. I'm so stoked. I'm so fucking stoked and it's in Seattle. Oh my God. (laughs) I, okay. Bloodlines is, okay, so the game releases in 2020. Mm -hmm. Which is 20 years from the first Vampire the Masquerade computer game, which was Redemption, and 15 years after um, the Vampire of Masquerade Bloodlines. Mm-hmm. The game is set 15 years after the events of Bloodlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought Rick Schaefer back, which I am excited. Mm-hmm. So it, it, a lot of the ambient, uh, ambient music and stuff like that, anything that wasn't licensed musically, that mm-hmm. was him. Yay! Um, so oh. that's really cool. And apparently, Great. apparently, the uh, original soundtrack... Uh, will be available mm-hmm. on iTunes in November. Ooh. Yes. So excited. Yes. Uh, so yeah, Bloodlines 2, what we know. First off, you start the game off, you don't choose a clan. Mm-hmm. I'll explain this. First, you know, I, I, I kind of jumped to like the next part, but... <laughs> First, firstly, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 is and was developed alongside Vampire the Masquerade 5th Edition. There are things in that game that influenced 5th Edition and vice versa. So there's that. 
that's pretty cool, actually. And yes. uh, I'm kind of stoked about that. Um, in Bloodlines 1, you chose your clan, you chose your, your uh, gender, you played your game. Mm-hmm. Bloodlines 2 isn't doing that. Nope. You will be starting as a thin blood. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to note that they said flat out, you start as a thin blood. Yes. If you've read this tome over here, you know that thin bloods can become full blood vampires. Mm-hmm. They have to commit diablery. Of course they do. I mean, why? Why? Who, who would? Who doesn't like a side of diablery? <laughs> Just saying, it's a thing. Um, so they've they haven't confirmed diablery, but they've confirmed diablery. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, saying that you start as thin blood and you get to choose your clan later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. You've confirmed Diablery. Yeah. That's just the way that goes. Because yeah. even in even in this book here, mm-hmm. even in here, it mentions that for you to be a... For a thin blood can become a regular vampire by committing Diablery. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, okay, thanks. Thank you. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm... be perfectly honest with you, like, uh, the Queen Quest mod 4.0 added Diablery. And I thought that was great. It's something that should have been in, in Bloodlines to begin with. Mm-hmm. Wasn't whatevs. Yeah. We're getting it right out of the gate in Bloodlines 2. Hot damn. Yeah. Not <laughs> even going to bury the weed with that motherfucker. No. You can, you can eat vampires. You can drain them of their souls. Yep. You can That's diabolize the shit out of them. There you go. You're welcome. You're welcome, Internet. Oh. <laughs> um, so there's that. They've also said that some fan favorite characters may be making a, an appearance. Hmm. I wonder who those could be. So if we go through the list of fan favorite characters that have been confirmed to be alive in the V5 by the time in V5 says, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's still the in same the universe. universe. It's still in the oh, same yeah. universe. It's just that like in this in the V5 timeline, like where mm-hmm. we're at in the in V5, Beckett is apparently still alive, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And I know people in my chat go Beckett best boy. So yes. <laughs> if Beckett doesn't show up, people are gonna be pissed. Beckett or we riot. <laughs> Pretty much, I've already had I've already had a few people say that. They're like, if Blow Lines 2 doesn't have Beckett in it, I'm rioting. And I'm like, yeah. okay fair uh damsel mm-hmm. Dam- oh i hope she's in there okay so in the anarch book mm-hmm. uh there's actually a thing with damsel in it so she's confirmed to be alive sweet um jeanette therese of course are are uh living mm-hmm. so uh, i'm i'm kind of curious how they're handling like i i assume the save them both way is the canon way to do it probably though i can also see like if and i mean you've played that far in bloodlines where you have that choice like who do i side with right so let's just say hypothetically 
Jeanette technically shoots Therese or vice versa. Mm -hmm. What's to say that that personality doesn't manifest itself later on again? Right. You know, so, I mean, I could see them going that way. Uh, One thing that was said is that when it comes to when it comes to them dealing mental illness, Mm -hmm. dealing with mental illness in Bloodlines 2, they're going into it a lot more well researched. So. I think that's a great move. Yes. Uh, There's one thing Bloodlines 1 did to the Vampire the Masquerade community is it pushed the, I you know, to play a Malkavian, you had to be this wacky, zany character that was basically the embodiment of chaos. Mm-hmm. And that's not how you play a character. That's, right. I mean, it, it, you can play a character. Like, if... I have like 20 people playing Malkavians and one of them plays like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. But if I have 20 people playing Malkavians and one of them doesn't play like that, mm-hmm. we got a problem. And, and that's yeah. what it comes down to. A lot of people went with what, what's term. The term is fish malk. Um, so a lot of people go and play that like, Oh, I'm wacky crazy and I'm embodiment of chaos, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have arguments with inanimate objects because that's what I should do as a Malkavian because that's what all Malkavians do. No, they don't. Right. Um, when we were doing Nashville by night and I played Liefeld, um, yes. who is one of the Malkavian NPCs that they meet, Liefeld uh, has obsessive compulsive disorder. Mm-hmm. He's very, very eccentric. And, um, you know, he struggles with an anxiety, which is something like I never really threw out there. But if you listen mm-hmm. to him, he's you could t- tell he's fucking anxious. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he's got anxiety. He's got his OCD. Um, and those are his big derangements. He doesn't mm-hmm. need to be like bounce off the wall, fucking batshit crazy right. because he's a Malkavian, you know? I mean, hell, I'm wearing a Malkavian shirt, like, right now, and, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I, I don't have any hate towards Malkavians as a clan. Right. I dislike the way that people play them. Um, Fair. I mean, much like I don't dislike people who play Ventru, I dislike mm-hmm. the clan of Ventru. Right. Because... Sadly, Clan Ventru kind of forces you to play a specific way. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, if you want a really fun, interesting time, run a, w- run a game where the entire coterie is just Ventru. And they're oh, just like, all right, we're going to vote on this. And they're like, well, I'm Ventru. Like, I, I'm, my vote counts twice. And it's just like, <laughs> and it's like, no, no, no. You're a 13th generation Ventru. I'm a 12th generation Ventru. My vote counts three times. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, child. Ch- <sighs> child, child, child. I'm a 10th generation. How many votes does mine count for? <laughs> I, we're doing what I want. So, I mean, it's a, that's what it becomes. It becomes a circle jerk of like, <laughs> I'm, 
<laughs> I'm more than the other. I'm more superior than you. That's like that's that's a venture in a fucking nutshell. So it's like the vampire big dick contest, essentially. Yeah. I'm surprised Anubis <laughs> didn't turn around going, You're talking about Venture, aren't you? Oh no, he's already busy with other stuff. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, no, it really is. That is exactly what Ventru is. Ventru is like, well, look at look how big my vampiric dick is. <laughs> And it's just like, oh, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Flop. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, that's what it comes down to. It's just pretty much um, Toreador's. There's some people that really play it for like the oh, I'm enamored with art and beauty part of it. But like, mm-hmm. if you look at if you look at a venture, like a venture, if you look at a Toreador, yeah, that's mm-hmm. part of it. Yeah. But not all of it. It's not all of it. No. And I mean, if if you really read into it, like some of some of the traits they have make them very good investigators. Mhm. Uh make them really good detectives. Same thing with like the Bruja. Like the Bruja, you go, "Oh, well, they're you know, all wearing leather jackets and going to punch <laughs> things in the face." And you're like, "No." <laughs> They, they don't all wear leather jackets. I mean, leather jackets may be fi- stylish, and they may, you know, maybe they pick them up at a on clearance at at a at a local uh, shop that's selling Riverdale stuff. I don't know. And they're all wearing Southside Serpents jackets. I now want a gang. <laughs> I now want a gang of Bruja that are all wearing Southside Serpent jackets. Oh my god! And they're like poser Bruja. They're not even like real Bruja. Like they're oh, Jesus. They're like I mean they're they're Bruja, but like they're mm-hmm. not like they they go, oh, this is the way Bruja should dress, and it's just like you're wearing a fucking cosplay jacket. <laughs> like <laughs> why are you doing this? Just like because I'm a Bruja and I'm supposed to be wearing a leather jacket. And this is a cool leather jacket. It's got a big snake on the back. It's just like <laughs> Yeah, well, you want to have a discussion with the Ventrues over there because they they'll they'll tell you what's cool and what's not, and you'll probably want to stab them in the face. I want to stab them in the face, and I'm just talking about them right now. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like the whole thing with with vampire and all the different clans. Now in V five, you know, we have we have the core seven. Mm-hmm. We have we have the Gangrel, we have the Bruja, we have the Toreador, the Tremere, the Nosferatu, the Ventru, and the Malkavian. Mm-hmm. Those are the core seven yes. in the base book. You also have Caitiff, and you also have Duskborn, or, mm-hmm. or Thinbloods. Um, mm-hmm. I prefer to call them Duskborn because I'm not an insensitive asshole. Fair. <laughs> I like how I played that, by the way, where I was just like, <laughs> you've heard the term about Duskborn before? No, can't say that I have. You've probably heard Thin Blood, though, haven't you? Yeah, I'm very familiar yeah. with that. And it's just like, yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> it's just a nicer way of saying Thin Blood because Thin Blood's kind of like like you using like the N word towards us. Like, it's just, which is basically Fair. the way I see it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I always see like somebody throwing like, Oh, look at that thin blood. Like, it's just so condescending. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, we, you know, look at this Duskborn over here. You know, like, it, it's still like a shot down, but it's not like, it's not like, oh, look at them. They're thin blooded. Like, oh, look yeah. at them. They're Duskborn. 
You know, you can't even mm-hmm. say it as snidely. So, no. um, then there was the Camarilla book, which had the Banu Hakim, uh, formerly known as the Asimite. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Anarch book added the Setite Ministry, formerly known as the Followers of Set. Uh, Chicago by Night, when that officially releases, uh, us Kickstarter backers do have access to the manuscript, which is very well done. Yes. Um, and that is uh, including the La Sombra. Mm-hmm. And the next... Onyx Path Publishing uh, Vampire Vampire Fifth Edition Supplement is um, was it uh, Cult of the Blood Gods? I think it's called. I would have, I have to double check no on clue. that. Work. That was me <laughs> knock, knocking shit down. Your cam went black for me, by the way. <laughs> But when I knock shit down, or is it... No, your your cam's been black for a while now. Like, a couple minutes. Really? I don't know why. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't say anything sooner. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I see your icon. That's about it. Well, it's because Discord decided it needed to restart. Of course it did, because Discord's an asshole. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, Discord's like, oh, there's an there's an update now. We're gonna we're let's, gonna force an update now. Just give me fuck a with what you're doing. Yeah. No. All right. Sorry about that. You're fine. But yeah, so uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. the uh, So the Lasombra uh, Cult of the Blood Gods, which I think is the title of the next supplement uh, mm-hmm. from Onyx Path. Well, let me just make sure. Fact check. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, cults of the blood gods. Okay. Um, so cults of the blood gods. Yes. Uh, so this is from Matthew Dawkins. Um, on you know, uh, at click clack bang, uh, clack click bang. V five cults of the blood gods enters red lines with Giovanni Harbingers, Samdi Capradocians, Bahari. Uh, Matharists, Church of Cain, Church of Set, Nephilim, Cult of Salim, Ashfinders, Los Hios de Sea, uh, the Society of Peaceful Night. Um, yeah, so, like, there's gonna be a lot in this book. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, the big thing is the, um, the Harbingers of Skulls, the Ooh. Giovanni. The Cappadocians, this fucking made me excited. When they said Cappadocians, <laughs> I was like, fuck yes! <laughs> um, and the, the Samdi are coming together as one clan. Ooh. 
uh, as the uh, or one group of clans uh, known mm-hmm. as the Hakata. Um, and I'm like, all right, all right. They all like share like a very similar like necromancy discipline. Mm-hmm. So to kind of I, to be fair, the Capradocian, like the um, the Giovanni Diablerized the Capradocians. Right. The Capradocians that were kind of locked away became the Harbingers of Skulls. Hmm. And there were some Capradocians that did escape um, the slaughter from the Giovanni. And then, right. of course, the, the Samdi are just like the cre- like a weird creation thing. So I never really mm-hmm. got into them, so I don't know their, their, their history. Right. Um, but they're basically like a rotting version of the Nosferatu. Like, they're uh. the Nosferatu, but their skin's rotting, and they smell really bad. And Ew. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. But Capradocian, I'm, I'm all about that Capradocian life. All about that Capradocian life. Mm-hmm. Um, you have no idea how happy that makes me. Because it's just like, all right, well, if we look at clan, like, we look at clans of death, right? Mm-hmm. You got the Capradocians. I mean, you have to go into the Dark Age setting to really utilize them. Otherwise, you have mm-hmm. the Giovanni. I don't like the Giovanni because they diabolized the Capradocians. Because right. Dark Age was my real introduction to vampire the masquerade um so i knew the capradocians and i was just like oh my god the capradocians are so cool and storyteller's like you're playing a fucking malkavian and i'm like well shit (sighs) but i want to be a capradocian then we moved into modern nights and i'm like i want to be a toreador and they're like you're still a fucking malkavian i'm like motherfucker (laughs) but i have like 12 good concepts and they go i don't care wow you're a malkavian and I'm like, Fuck. what an ass. Yeah, yeah. I got punished for being a Malkavian, too. Like, I had no choice over my character. What the fuck kind and of that, bullshit is that? And then I get punished. Like, so my first session, uh-huh. um, like, I came in and everybody was, uh, everybody was Malkavian. Mm-hmm. And... I was the only person not playing like my derangement involved like a uh, like auditory hallucinations, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and also like insecurities and shit. So like I always like my character had like a little figurine. He would consult for mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm in this setting and there's like five other Malkavians and like two of them are fighting a parked car. One of them's fighting like a lamppost. Oh God. Uh, two, two of the others are, I forget what they were fighting. Mm-hmm. And the story to, and storyteller is just like, all right, so what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, how, how much longer do we have till sunrise? It's <laughs> like, we have about an hour and I'm like, I'm finding, I'm going back to the Haven. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing. I, mm-hmm. I'm not dealing with this bullshit. And um, he let the storyteller let them continue to fight their imaginary battles. Oh, good lord! Into the sunrise. Oh, Jesus! Yeah. Um, and because my character survived, because mm-hmm. I played it as the 
the sun's going to be up soon. Let me get to my haven. Right. Um, I got stuck as that character. So when they started the next game and they're like, oh, he's just like, oh, well, you're going to use your same character. I'm like, well, I'm still new to the game. All right. Yeah. Like, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. But because I wasn't doing the off the wall, like, like, oh, my God, I'm a Malkavian. Look at me. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He tried forcing a lot of shit. Like, it's just like, oh, well, you're going to have you're going to. Uh, you know, you're going to uh, fight like I think I fought. a. He wanted me to fight a cart. Because we were in like. You know, we, we were in Dark Age and shit like mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, like, why would I do that? Just like because it insulted you. And I'm like. I, I have auditory hallucinations. It doesn't mean that I'm going to go and believe that an inanimate object is insulting me and I have to assault it. Right. You know, so it was just and it's like, well, either you do that or blah, 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 or you know, kind of stuff. I'm like, fine. So, like, I constantly got punished for playing the way I wanted to play my character. Which, Stupid. yeah, it, it's it's one thing if a person's playing a character specific way, you're like, dude, seriously, chill the fuck right. out. It's another thing if you're somebody's playing a character and you're forcing them to play the way you want them to play. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I do that to you guys. No. I also don't have like two notebooks worth of notes either. Like my old right. storyteller. Of course. Everything was planned. Everything. So, um, yeah, well, whatevs, no big deal. Hey. Um, but yeah, with uh, with, I'm. I mean, I'm looking forward to the Hakata. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to Bloodlines too. Yes. There's not a lot of info out there for no. Bloodlines too. It's just recently got announced. Uh, there's no physical editions announced yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said console. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's that. Um, so it'll be released on PC. PS4 and Xbox One. It'll be the first uh, World of Darkness game mm-hmm. to be both on PC and console. Dang. <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade has only been on PC. On console, we had Hunter the Reckoning. Right. There was another game. There was a uh, Werewolf the Apocalypse game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Heart of Gaia, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that was supposed to be released 20 years ago. And it got canceled. Bleh. It happens. Um, but they're making up for it. Yay. Because in 2020, not only do we have... In, for, in Q1 2020... We have Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, too. Mm-hmm. Some other time during 2020, we have Werewolf the Apocalypse Earthblood. Mm-hmm. We have two fucking World of Darkness games, which will be on PC and console, coming out next year. Mm-hmm. 
fuck my social life. <laughs> what social life? <laughs> You're not wrong. Oh my goodness. You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, unless you ignore us online, in which case we'll have to, like, you know. Yeah, I yeah, will yeah. fucking fly to your goddamn house if I have to, just to make sure you're still alive. I mean, maybe, maybe I will. I will just kind of. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but no, I mean, like, it's gonna be so much, um, it's so much fucking World of Darkness next year mm -hmm. for me. Oh, absolutely. Um, interestingly enough, um, during the hiatus, I helped a friend mm -hmm. uh, because i consider them this yes uh procure a new computer yay um i helped new wave find a new computer and when mm -hmm. i found the one like when i found one she goes well would i be able to play games on it because that was one of the big things like right her old computer it hit the point where steam's like yeah, this computer's too old. You can't run Steam anymore. Shit. Yeah. So I said, all right, well, let me try to find you something, something that, like, if in the worst case scenario, mm -hmm. you can upgrade later on. Right. And, I mean, the, the computer she has now, uh, mm -hmm. she should be able to, like, obviously, uh, we don't know the specs for Bloodlines 2, but... It's safe to say she'll be able to play Bloodlines too. Right. She'll be able to play Werewolf the Apocalypse. Might not be able to play it on the highest ultra settings, but we'll be she'll able, to, be play able it. to play it. Yeah. I yeah. mean that which is awesome. It really is. Yes. Um But yeah, I mean it's just Yeah. And um I don't know. I I I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Because I don't want to talk about what we're going to talk about next. Because, man, that was a shit show. Man. Oh, you mean the the gearbox packy paxiest live stream? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! I that kind of like derailed my work day because I could just could not focus after that. On the plus side, Randy didn't play the bigot song. So. God. <sighs> I mean, there's that. And they didn't do Gauntlet of Love or mm. Gauntlet of Romance again. Um, so if you guys know, Gearbox skipped PAX in 2018. All of the PAXs. All the PAXs were, were skipped. 2017, well, 2016 PAX West. I think it was still PAX Prime at that point. Might have been. We'll just call know. it PAX West. PAX West, he did the bigot song. On, on stage, in the middle of the Gearbox panel. Think about that. Did they have that? They had nothing. The problem was is they had really nothing to talk about. Oh, God. So they filled in with, like, oh, well, we're just going to turn this into Randy's variety show. Oh, jeez. So he did, like, a few magic tricks. Uh, he 
brought out a guitar, played played that the bigot song. Mm-hmm. Then they talked about Battleborn and mm-hmm. Homeworld. Mm-hmm. And then I think he did another magic trick. I don't know. <laughs> 2017. They trolled everybody by saying, we're going to talk about something you guys have been asking us a lot about. We're going to have some never before seen stuff. Blah, blah, blah. We know you guys will be excited for all this. Mm-hmm. So... This is PAX East 2017. The thing everybody wanted to talk about, apparently, was Battleborn and Homeworld. Totally. Oh, and I think Bulletstorm. (laughs) I think they just got the rights to Bulletstorm and they added Duke Nukem into it. Oh, boy. And then they did, oh, and here's our Borderlands thing. Uh, We're going to have Mikey Newman... Uh, we're gonna have Mikey Newman playing Scooter. We're gonna have Randy Pitchford playing Bigger. Uh, uh, was it Big Earl or Crazy Earl? There we go. Yeah, playing Crazy Earl. And then we're gonna have uh, somebody else playing another character. And then we're gonna have a cosplayer who's dressed up like Mad Moxie host a dating show. Oh God! Where they're trying to have a date with her. I'm not a religious person by any stretch. Mm-hmm. But even I'll say that went over like a wet fart in church. It went, it was bad. Like people in the audience are like, what the fuck are we watching? And the thing <laughs> is they're stuck there. Uh huh. Us watching it on stream. We could have just been like, oh, let's watch, let's go to like PAX two. Like we'll, we'll watch that channel instead. Fuck this. Um, <laughs> And then there was PAX West 2017, and it was essentially a repeat of of the of the last one of of East. Mm-hmm. They talked more about Battleborn because Battleborn was the big game for them. Mm-hmm. No, no, it wasn't. Battle- they didn't want to. They didn't want to be known as the people that only did. Uh, Borderlands. They wanted to be known for something else. Unfortunately, with <sighs> Battleborn coming out with Overwatch, it really just wasn't a good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um. Battleborn. I'll give Battleborn shit. Mm-hmm. It's not an entirely bad game. Right. You could play it for free now. You could mm-hmm. the online multiplayer free to play. You want to do the story stuff though, you better shell out that cash. Of course. It's just like what Epic does. I'm looking at you, Fortnite. <laughs> buy the game. Oh, we're just battle royale now. Like yeah. You can't even get to the stuff that you bought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, like, whatevs, and then there was this year, yeah. <laughs> you apparently watched the entire thing. I skimmed I watched the through. entire fucking thing, I skimmed through it. So I'm gonna let you take the lead on this one here. Fuck if I remember because I was working. <laughs> um, 
what do you do this to me? <laughs> so they basically showcase like developers, indie developers that they've been working with, mm -hmm. um, which, well, well, all great and fine. What is it? We Happy Few has a DLC coming out. Yes. Which, which I which I will say, like We Happy Few, um, mm -hmm. it is a fun game. I enjoy yes. it. I'm kind of interested mm -hmm. to see what they do with this DLC. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this is like whatever is coming out for We Happy Few mm -hmm. is the last stuff that's going to be um, done by Compulsion, right? Um, that isn't. A Microsoft exclusive thing, right? Uh, because they signed that deal with Gearbox to publish mm -hmm. We Happy Few, so they still have that commitment. So whatever mm -hmm. they have left, I think they have like another DLC after this, right? But then it's like, oh, well, we're done. <laughs> well, yep. which is you know what? Which is actually funny because We Happy Few is always originally only going to be on the Xbox and the. Um, and on the uh, PC. Right. So. Go figure. Mm-hmm. And there's the oh. Justin Roiland game. Right. The weird one where the people wear people as eyes or some shit. Um, I have no idea what the fuck it was. Oh, I, I don't know. know. There, was, there was something that was like Rick and Morty-ish, but it wasn't Rick and Morty. Yeah, that was a Ju um. Justin Roiland game. Because yeah, everything he does is basically um, a Rick and Morty thing at this yeah. point. Um, and see, there, was that, also, there was that one like, that you mentioned that the, was it Rise or whatever? Uh, <laughs> Raid, Rise, Ride, something, I don't know. Don't remember. It was a, I think it was a sequel or some shit. I don't know. Oh, uh, Risk of Rain. Risk of Rain, there we go. Yes, there's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, it has more words than just the one R word. <laughs> that sounded better in my head than out of context. Anyways. So, Risk of Rain, um, I actually have it in my Steam library. I haven't played it yet. I've been meaning to. Mm -hmm. I think he got it for me. I'm, I'm pointing to the man behind me. Um, that and they and, That uh, you can't see. Yeah. Yeah, that you can't see, but there's a man behind me who's currently playing Risk of Rain 2 with a friend. Because <laughs> if you buy it now, you have a copy to gift to somebody else. So it's kind of like a buy one, get two thing that you can just gift to a friend and you can play together. Well, it's, which is kind of cool, I guess. Yes. He seems to enjoy it, so. That's fair. <laughs> um... What else? They were talking about how they were working with like Tiny Build and Hello Neighbor and yeah, <laughs> that one's been. I know that I remember it in early access. I think for like a while or like alpha or beta testing or something back when I used to watch Markiplier <laughs> and Markiplier demoed basically the game. That's all I remember about that game that it just came out recently and I would never play it because I'm a scaredy cat. Uh, so I guess I'm not going to give you that copy I got for from uh, one of those mystery keys. I mean, you can if you want to scare the shit out of me. <laughs> we could turn into a Halloween stream and I can try not to scream my head off and annoy my neighbors. <laughs> yeah, fair. At the same time, you still need to this year. You need to finish Bloodlines. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> 
I think it might just have to turn into like a screen share thing while we just like bullshit with each other. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, currently on streaming hiatus for those of you that don't know, and I'm not quite sure about when I'll be coming back or if I really want to come back. I'm like, but Bloodlines 2 might actually kind of be that thing that just kind of shoves me back in there of like, I want to play this game and I want to talk to people about it. Which, which is interesting because like I was like amongst everybody, I -hmm. was always referred to as the vampire guy. Bloodline Mm -hmm. two and it gets announced and everybody's just like, oh my god, I want to play this, and I'm like, shut up, I (laughs) fuck you. This is my turf. You, you kids, get off my lawn. Back in my day, (laughs) we didn't have fancy graphics. Things were on the Source Engine and not even a good version of it, a beta version of it, and the thing was janky as fuck. But we liked it. It had great storytelling. The doors are your real enemy, man. They are. They fucking <laughs> they really are. are. Goddamn doors. Um, uh, it'd be kind of awesome if, with like this whole like new like Bloodlines two coming out and everything, like if they redid the graphics with Bloodline one <sighs> with the new stuff. So one can dream. So I, no, I'm, I'm going through the hotel would probably scare the shit out of me because fuck that goddamn hotel. Um, so uh, Arthur, uh, one of the Bloodlines modders, uh, mm-hmm. had a pro- had was working on something called Project Valdery. Right. Um, it got shut down because of a cease and desist order. Uh, but he and a couple others were rebuilding. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 1 in Unreal Engine. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Like, completely rebuilding the game from the ground up. Shit. Yeah. Hmm. Better graphics, all of that. I mean... Right. Um, They'd been working on it for a few years. They were also adding in features that were cut from mm-hmm. the game. Uh, including multiplayer... So, hmm. I mean, in, in then CCP games hit them with a cease and desist. Of course. And um, that was it. You know, that, hmm. was, that was the end of Project Valdery. Hmm. Uh, and a lot of us, like me mentioning it now, like there's going to be somebody listening to the podcast that knows about Project Valdery and is just like, Mom, man, why the fuck do you have to mention that? Now I'm <laughs> bummed the fuck out. How sorry. dare you? I'm sorry. Let me mention Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines again because I guarantee somebody's in, reinstalled it. <laughs> I guarantee. So, uh, we've mentioned it enough times that there's probably been a few people that have reinstalled it while listening to this. Yep. And if you need help getting the game to run on a modern PC, visit youtube.com, whack the insanity chamber, and check out the Mod Loader and You playlist that i have set up and it shows you how to get the game to run properly on mm-hmm. a windows 10 machine <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> uh. so of course the going back to the gearbox panel the big thing that everybody really kind of only kind of cared about was of course all the borderlands 3 stuff wait you it wasn't bullet storm on the switch no <laughs> 
What? I know. What? You've been lying to. What? <laughs> I thought it was Boldstorm on the Switch with Duke Nukem. <laughs> well, darn. <laughs> Switch of... Uh, Bulletstorm Switch of Duke edition. Like, I thought that was the big deal. Like, what? How is this not That's a... That's the only thing I came for. <laughs> I, you know what? I was hoping for uh, Battleborn 2. <laughs> oh, God. Featuring Duke Nukem. <laughs> and the ships from Homeworld. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. Because fuck this Borderlands shit. It's going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, you know, never mind the fact it's the third iteration. Fourth. <laughs> in the, uh, fourth. fourth. Oh, that's uh, right. I, I keep forgetting the pre-sequel's a thing. Everybody forgets about the pre-sequel. <laughs> You're welcome. Even though, like, pre-sequel characters are probably going to be in Borderlands 3, and, like, there's also Tales from the Borderlands characters that are going to be in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, border, the Borderlands franchise has... I there's a few games um yeah there's a mobile game like an old mobile game as well that was tied with borderlands huh. one yeah. uh which we forget about because it really doesn't exist um but yeah we have like if you look at like the main games in the borderlands mm -hmm. series because there's that weird like i guess it's like a chinese like multiplayer arcade borderlands mm-hmm I don't fucking uh. know. Um, but Borderlands 1, Borderlands 2, the pre-sequel, and now Borderlands 3. Yeah, Borderlands 3 is official. It's officially official. Um, if, you were at, if you were at the PAX, uh, PAX East panel or watching the PAX East panel... We're sorry. <laughs> you... Yeah, well, first off, we apologize. On behalf of Gearbox Software, we apologize that you had to sit through a Gearbox software panel. And, and I had, and I've sat, I've sat through a Gearbox panel before. Oh, like I'm in, so in sorry. person. So this was, was it as bad as no, today? Oh, no, shit. it was actually a good one. Uh, well, it was PAX East 2013. Mm -hmm. um, they hadn't hit the point that like, they didn't have shit to talk about. Right. Um, so the panel, like the panel was basically like all Borderlands, you know? Mm -hmm. And they were still, Borderlands 2 was still a thing, you know? Yeah. Um, it had been out for a year, and they go, and we want to announce a new playable character. If you look at the cover of Borderlands 1 and Borderlands 2, you go, hey, why can't I play as a psycho? Mm-hmm. So we, you guys can now play as a psycho. Here's Krieg. <laughs> and I was just like, fuck yes. And they're like, by the way, everybody intended, you're getting Krieg for free. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and Krieg became my main. Um, <laughs> between him and Maya, which is funny because then they end up getting shipped together. Not by just the community, but by Gearbox himself. It's fucking weird. Right. <laughs> um, but those are my two Borderlands 2 characters. Um Aww. Yeah, I mean, Mordecai was my Borderlands 1 character, so there's that. Mm -hmm. um, but, so yeah, Borderlands, like, the during the panel, they showed the 4K, oh no, wait, they didn't show the 4K trailer of Borderlands. They tried to. They tried to. They tried to show a lot of trailers that didn't they actually did, fucking they, happen. <laughs> yeah, so, 
Borderlands 1 is getting a remaster. Uh-huh. When is this remaster available? Fuck if I know. April 3rd. <laughs> Next week. Shit. Yeah. And if you already have it for PC, you, you get it. According to... Um, according to PC Gamer, Eurogamer, and a couple other uh, gaming news sites, mm-hmm. because Gearbox didn't talk about it. Of course they didn't. They just mentioned that it was, oh, for it, the console. It's coming to the Xbox One and PS4 natively, because it's yeah, already on the Xbox us? One because <laughs> of backwards compatibility. Right. So... The game is going to retail for twenty nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. It will include everything from Borderlands One. It'll have all the quality of life fixes, including, and not limited to, a fucking mini map that works. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, it's a miracle. I'm not salty at all. Um. Yeah. Borderlands 1, one of the roughest parts was navigation in that game. It really mm-hmm. was. Uh, it really was. Um, they've, they're adding shift codes to the yes, game. Yes, they are. They're adding actual skins to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've ever played Borderlands 1, you know all you had were color swaps. Yep. You're actually getting actual skins and heads in this game. Uh, they're adding four new legendaries into the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're tweaking the final boss fight. To, so it drops more loot, and so it's a little harder. And feels more rewarding. Well, kind of have to. I mean, yeah. that thing was nothing but disappointment. Tentacles I mean, and disappointment. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you have Borderlands 1... On the PC. You have the DLCs <laughs> for it. Yep. So excited. <laughs> From the understanding of myself, based on the numerous articles I have read about this, you will be getting this remaster for free. Mm-hmm. All the quality of life stuff. Play with four people as well. That's a console thing. Is it only a console thing? It was four-player split-screen. It's a console Mm. thing. But still, that's a thing. Yeah, because Borderlands 1 only supported uh, two-player split-screen. Right. But let's not forget about our uh, Borderlands 2 and and pre-sequel people. Because everybody forgot about the pre-sequel. Uh, they, that is also getting a remaster. Mm-hmm. How can you remaster a game that, like, like those? Oh, we're just giving it a 4K texture pack. <laughs> so a better graphics. Yeah, so it's getting better graphics, basically. Uh, to my knowledge, there is no uh, QOL, quality of life stuff going into it. Um, but. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's that. Mm-hmm. Though, to be fair, I have seen, like, Borderlands pre-sequel on, like, a 4K TV, and it is fucking gorgeous. Oh, it's it's a nice game. It's pretty. 
it, I wish it played better. Um, <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> um, but then what everybody really wanted to see bullet storm switch of Duke <clears throat> edition. This oh no no no! You run the sh- this is why you run the show. You're funnier than I am. Oh no! Uh, uh, it was no no. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just. Uh, I I just. I have to take the piss out of every situation. That's what it comes down to. Do. Uh, but no, seriously, it was Borderlands Three. Mm-hmm. Um, which they said they were going to talk more about, and they really didn't. They talked a little bit more about it at the end. They did, but they didn't. Like they started off with like the Borderlands Three talk. Because they showed the teaser trailer and go, oh yeah, by the way, if you pay attention to stuff, there's Easter eggs throughout this, including shift this... codes. Yeah, apparently there's shift codes in that trailer, like yeah. embedded for community skins that were only given out for community like events. Mm-hmm. And I was like, motherfucker! Every <laughs> time I think I'm out, you motherfuckers <laughs> pull me right the fuck back in. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like, I don't know. Um, this, if eight weeks ago Mm -hmm. they announced Borderlands Mm three, I would have been over the fucking moon. Right. But last week, they announced Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Right. Well played, Gearbox. Way too... Like, I understand, like, this whole, like, oh, well, we're going to announce during GDTC, we're going to announce during PAX East. Like, there's no, like, real communication between, like, oh, well, I just want to let you guys, give you guys a heads up. We're going to be announcing this next, mm-hmm. like, we're going to be announcing this this week. So, like, if you guys want, like, you might want to push back. They already set the time down, everything like that. They're like, all right, we're going to do this. And then the the other thing that got me with, with the Gearbox stuff is, April 3rd. So April 3rd is where the remaster stuff comes out. And that's when we'll get a bit more info on Borderlands 3. Which I thought was weird. Like, so you're basically... You've been cock-teasing us for like two years now. (laughs) You've had us put up with your bullshit for the past two years now. All of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Gauntlet of Love, Gauntlet of Romance, which was the same fucking thing. The horrible panels. You've had us had to go and sit through all of that. <laughs> all the while, you've been like, all right, well. Like, when the Handsome Collection came out, we said, are you guys going to remaster Borderlands 1? And they said, well, if, if the Handsome Collection sells enough, we, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. Fucking kind of answer is that. <laughs> and they finally remastered i'm like all right cool thanks awesome i mean the fact that i don't have to buy another copy of borderlands one is going to be great um <laughs> for a while there borderlands one was my um was my vtmb right where oh 
it's your birthday. Do you have Borderlands? Here's the Game of the Year edition. Oh, <laughs> it's Christmas. Here's a Game of the Year edition. Oh, you already have that? Here, here's for, here's another copy. I now have three copies of this. And I'm like, you have how many? You got two consoles, so you got a spare just in case one of them breaks. I'm watching out. <laughs> I mean, I gave out so many copies of Borderlands 1 Game of the Year Edition mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. Xbox 360. And it was just so I would have people to play with. That's really what it came mm-hmm. down to. Um, and I loved, I loved Borderlands 1. And I loved Borderlands 2. Like, there were things in Borderlands 2 that I didn't like. There were things in Borderlands 1 I didn't like. Right. I mean, for example, the fucking mini-map. <laughs> the fact that we didn't have a goddamn mini map, the fact that the UI was janky as fuck, I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, that's going to all. They've talked about the UI. They've talked about the mini map as quality of life changes. I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Um, I mean, I'm not the Borderlands Two. Like, oh, we're the 4K update on it i'm like all right cool doesn't really affect me <laughs> at least it's not like you know um fucking skyrim re-releasing every couple of years with some brand new version <laughs> well now you can play it on the shitter if you want so true <laughs> and you can also play it via alexa so well you know if alexa's your thing yeah. Not for me, but what else? Yeah, well, I don't like being spied on. Um, yeah, me either. <laughs> Alexa, stop spying on me. I'm not spying on you. You've signed your terms of service. This isn't spying. You've acknowledged this. I'm what? afraid I can't do that, Dave. <laughs> no, no. What, what are we doing? No. Um, oh, God. But yeah, I mean, it's just... It's. I feel that, and, and are you more excited for Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines two or Borderlands three? Fuck! I was afraid you were gonna ask me that. Um, I'm honestly probably about equally excited for both, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm almost kind of worried because with how hyped i've been for releases for games like in the past year like fallout 76 i was expecting a better product than what we actually got yeah i'm a bit hesitant to go out and try to pre-order either of those games yeah just because i want to see how like you know it actually plays how's the response to it after people have played a little bit if it's great sure i will probably shell out some cash to get like the highest tier whatever with like bloodlines 2 or something the blood moon edition with the which comes with the first blood pack the unsanctioned pack and the Mm -hmm. um season of the wolf dlc pack which includes two story packs and an expansion Mm -hmm. so if it's well-received game which i know what we saw in the trailer isn't necessarily what we're going to get in the game because it's it says in the trailer you know not actual gameplay or whatever which is understandable but if it turns out to be as good as I hope, fuck yeah, I'll probably pay the money for the full thing. So, 
we're we're talking bloodlines too right now. Yes, um, we are. So yeah, they showed the trailer. It said not actual gameplay, mm-hmm. which fine with that. Yeah. Though after the event, they showed a thirty-minute gameplay demo to the to journalists, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Oh my god, this is." They like they lost their shit. Mm-hmm. I don't really like to gauge based on on journalists, because mm-hmm. um, they could be easily bought. I mean, it's just the way it is. I mean, you look at IGN. IGN will, for a while there, they would give anything a, a, a nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, Kotaku. I mean, they're. I, I do they still review snack foods? I mean, mm. <laughs> I know for a while there, I'd be like, oh, well, we're going to review this game. And then we have like four snack food reviews. Like, you're a fucking <laughs> gaming site, guys. Like, what the flying fuck? Oh, my God. Destructoid. I mean, Destructoid has been around for a year. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know the current writers that are involved with it. I really haven't read their site. Um, NeoGAF, I mean, I I don't even know where to fucking look anymore for, for good gaming news. Like, oh, do I go right. to PC Gamer? PC Gamer is going to have coverage on this. Okay, cool. Do mm-hmm. I just do a search? Do I go to Reddit? I mean, that's really the point you're at now. And then when you go to Reddit, you're like, why the fuck did I go to Reddit? Oh, my right. God. People bitching and complaining about a game that isn't even out yet because something a fucking developer said about how they're handling certain elements and it's just like oh well now this is an SHW game that's all about anti-Trump and it's like how the fuck does that come out of anywhere when they mention we're going to be focusing more on doing research on things before we jump to fucking conclusions (laughs) well the fuck (laughs) Like, the mental illness thing, like, mm-hmm. we're going to do more research when it comes to tackling mental illnesses. And instantly, mm-hmm. oh, well, now the game's not going to be, like, it's not going to be a, a good game anymore because they're they're being too politically correct. Those SJWs oh, have their way. God. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Did you look at Bloodlines? Bloodlines was a very... Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, here, here's the thing. And this was a, a point I saw in a video, and I... I, I want to say it was an Outstar uh, video. Mm-hmm. Um, Outstar is an amazing member of the Bloodlines community. Um, good streamer, all of that. But she did a video on YouTube talking about like the controversy that's going on with Bloodlines after it got announced. Mm-hmm. And the bullshit that's going on like this. And it's like, if you look at the... The outrage for, for the, the video game is... It's way too progressive. And then the outrage from the the tabletop game was, this isn't progressive enough? The whole Chechnya thing, basically. Mm -hmm. Where it's just like, oh, well, we're basically going into a whole thing. You guys don't know about the Chechnya thing. The Chechnya thing has been taken out of... of, uh, It actually has ceased the production of the Camarilla and the Anarch books. Uh, as they have to be re, um, revised before being published. Uh, 
but there was a whole section in the Camarilla book about Chechnya and how uh, the vampires were using the slaughter of homosexuals, uh, which is a real-life event that is happening in Chechnya, as a cover for their vampiric stuff. It got it it got controversy. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. And one side of it was just like, I don't know what the big fucking deal is. If you're not going to use that part of the world, like it doesn't affect you. Um, And then there's the other side of it going like, yeah, just because we're not going to use it doesn't mean it's not in bad in poor fucking taste. Right. And then you had the (laughs) third side of it, just like, when did vampires start using like human bullshit? as way to cover their things like not even just human bullshit because they're mm-hmm. going to use human bullshit but like yeah. tragedies so if we look at it this way did the camarella use the holocaust then as well to cover up their vampiric activities no because that was humans being shitty to humans that was the kind fucking with the kind the vampires mm-hmm. didn't want shit to do with that so i mean it's a weird situation, man. It's fucking weird. Yeah, it is. But, you know, we live in such a, like, a polit- uh, politicized time now mm-hmm. where everybody has, you know, everything comes down to their whole, oh, well, you know, this is against my beliefs, so I'm going to boycott this. Or, <laughs> oh, well, this is, you know, oh, this character's, why do they have to make this character white? Or why do they have to do th- make this a character of color? Or why do they have to... Really? Fucking, if, if the writing's good, the writing's good. I mean, I, I watched a video yesterday of somebody critiquing an article that was written about should Superman be white? Now, this was... A black guy did the video, and he's just like, yeah, Superman should be white. Because when you think Superman, you think Christopher Reeves. Mm-hmm. Everybody that's come after Christopher Reeves has Chris, the Christopher Reeves look. That's just the way it is. You know? It's not, well, like, it's, not, it's not a racist thing. It's like, if you were to take, like, certain characters I, I could see, like James Bond. Like, I've always thought of James Bond, like, the name and the designation as just that. It's a name, mm-hmm. a cover name and a designation. You get right. 007, you're James Bond. That's the way mm-hmm. I've always seen it. So you get, you know, you had Sean Connery and, and Roger Moore and, and so on and so forth, all these other people playing it. How does this allow in the continuity? Because you know they're not the you know they're not the same fucking person because they each have different quirks, much like the doctor, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, how do, well, how does that work? Like they're different fucking people. One of them retires or dies, and then somebody else takes that role. They take the name, and everybody goes, oh, James Lawton's been around for fucking 50 years. He must be an immortal. I mean, give him a fucking katana sword and let him lop off heads. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Highlander this bitch. Could only be one. Um, <laughs> the Kurgan. Um, but it, it's, a weird, it's a weird situation. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um. Because no matter what, people are going to go into this whole, you know, this isn't what this isn't the game I want. This isn't the the movie I want because it doesn't conform to my beliefs or my 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 ideology. 
And all I could say is chill the fuck out. You know, that's basically all I could say. Chill the fuck out. Just enjoy the shit that's being made. You know, and yeah, I will argue that there are times that filmmakers, writers, musicians, developers push agendas. I mean, it happens. You know, do do I like that they do that? No, absolutely not. I I don't like I don't like when somebody decides like if I want to play a game, I don't want to go and sit there and have to fucking go through like all this bullshit about somebody's belief structure. You know? Mhm. I I want to play a game for the sake of playing a game. Right. If I'm reading a political thriller, I expect politics. Mm-hmm. If I'm playing a game where I'm trying to deal with vampiric life and the structure of that, I don't need to be worrying about real-life politics. That's what it comes down to. I'm going to enjoy the game for enjoying the game. Mm-hmm. It's my long way of saying it. Right. <sighs> but yeah, so Borderlands 3. <laughs> it's official. Yep, it's a thing. Um, Four characters. Uh, One thing that's... As I said, they haven't given out a lot of information yet, uh, but there have been leaks on certain mm-hmm. things, and s- some of them have lined up so far. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, the Siren character mm-hmm. being more of a brawler. Would be fun. Yeah, so you're basically be playing as a Siren, uh, a siren named Brick, basically. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a pretty cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you guys watch the trailer on YouTube, like everybody would have to, um, because I didn't see it at the panel, um, because their computers didn't like, here's an idea. We have a 4k trailer. Let's run it on a computer that doesn't support 4k. <laughs> Brilliant. Let's see if this works as intended. Oh, nobody saw the trailer. All right, quick, let's get the dev team out here and let them tell us <laughs> what their most important favorite thing from what I would thought have been that in the was so weird of like in the panel, just like the weird like kind of time filling gappy stuff because they because they broke the computers because things exploded. Well, what what could I say? Like they they done fucked. They done fucked up. Is what happens. Um, I don't know, like. I'm excited for Borderlands as a whole, mm-hmm. uh, but this is definitely one of those. Like, I pre-ordered uh, Borderlands Two, yeah. and I got my loot, my loot crate, uh, loot chest um, thing. I have that. I st- I still have all the little like tchotchkes I got from it. Um, but it's just, is Borderlands Three worth pre-ordering for me? This is one of those... Gearbox has kind of burned people over the last mm-hmm. few years. 
Since the release of Borderlands 2, a lot of people have been burned. Mm-hmm. Well, as long as they don't offer canvas bags and then they run out of canvas. No, they know better because of the great canvas blight. Of um, <laughs> the ongoing canvas blight. I wonder what's going to happen at WrestleMania. Hmm. I hear they're going to be using burlap. Oh, God. <laughs> the canvas is now made of burlap. Why? Because of the great canvas blight. Can't we just use that over there? No, that's Mr. McMahon's uh, 300 thread count canvas sheets. <laughs> it is luxurious. It's Egyptian canvas. Oh my god. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, yeah, PAX East is still going on. Mm hmm. I don't expect anything else big to come out of it. Uh, the big thing was going to be Gearbox. Yeah. Well, we'll see what um, the weekend holds. Yeah, well... So... When I... went to PAX East in 2013... Mm-hmm. The final day... of It was because it was only three days. It was Friday, mm -hmm. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. The Gearbox panel was on that Sunday. It was one of those things that ended the show. Because hmm. it was always the big get. You know, it was always mm -hmm. the big deal. It opened the show this year. Yep. Last year, they weren't even at PAX. The year before that, we already explained the bullshit that happened there. Mm-hmm. I want Borderlands 3 to be a thing and be good and prove me wrong. Mm -hmm. But right now, I'm just like, I don't, I'm, I don't know, man. I'll, I'll enjoy my remaster of Borderlands 1. Mm -hmm. um, I'll enjoy Borderlands 2. I don't have uh, Borderlands, the pre-sequel on my PC. Um, I have it on the Xbox One because I have the Handsome Collection. Mm -hmm. So I could do that there. But I also have an Xbox One. I don't have an Xbox One X, so I wouldn't be getting the 4K shit anyway. Right. Meh. Um, I don't know. Like, I... <laughs> I I really hope Gearbox just can kind of pull things together because like Borderlands 2 was like their high point mm -hmm. you know um, there was Alien Colonial Marine and <sighs> Nukem Forever and Battleborn mm -hmm. and Homeworld I can't really blame them too much for Borderlands the pre-sequel because, yes, Borderlands is their IP. Mm -hmm. But it was another studio handling it. And that studio no longer exists. 2K Australia. Yep. I feel that, that 2K Australia could have done a great job with it. 
if they were given the opportunity. Because apparently there was a whole bunch of DLC for that game that was scrapped. Mm-hmm. Because, lo and behold, fucking Gearbox decided to push the game as a fucking, this is better than Borderlands 2, instead of going like, hey, this is a this is the thing that fills in the gaps between 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing. So everybody expected Borderlands 2. Right. Uh, on top of that, the big thing for Borderlands 2 was, oh, we're going to get a moon base DLC. We're going to go to, <laughs> you know, we're going to go to the, the Hyperion base and all mm-hmm. the other stuff. And that was always a thing that was that was alluded to. And we're like, oh my God, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And then it ended up being Borderlands, the pre-sequel. And... Well, yeah. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but... The biggest problem I had was all the reused assets. Mm-hmm. I mean, to this day, I will make the statement of saying... I enjoy Borderlands 1, and every now and then, as a guilty pleasure, I will pop on Borderlands 1, and I'll I'll play it still. Right. Borderlands 2 is the game that I'll play with friends, because Mm -hmm. Borderlands 2 is a lot more friendly to play than Borderlands 1 was. Hopefully the remaster takes care of a lot of that shit that made it unfriendly. I hope so. The pre-sequel. I played through the pre-sequel four times. Jesus. Played through it by myself, and then the three other times I played through it with people. Mm-hmm. So they could experience the story and didn't have to do it alone. <laughs> because it's got a good first playthrough. But that's it. Jeez. That's I mean that's the problem I had with with uh, TPS. Mm-hmm. It, it good first playthrough. There was no reason for me to go back after I beat it. Um, the way Gearbox handled that was kind of a shit show too. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you play Borderlands, right? What's one of the big things you do in Borderlands? You kill shit to get guns. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't get this gun? Let me go and try that one again. Let mm-hmm. me go back to that area again and again. So, in TPS, originally, none of the bosses respawned. So, if they had a legendary drop in their in their loot pool you had one opportunity to get it <laughs> exactly anubis not yet we're still going okay it's just you're not talking i know <laughs> i'm i'm listening I'm, I'm doing the listening portion um honestly anubis is like a little uh <laughs> lined yeah. it up perfectly with that I know that that timing was the perfect. timing was terrific it was um, but you want like half of the fun 
of Borderlands for me was grinding. Mm-hmm. Grinding for gear, grinding for guns. TPS got rid of that. Because they wanted you to legitimately grind for gear and guns. You go to the grinder, you put three guns in there, you pull, oh, yeah, you spend that- iridium, you... Oh, you put moonstones in there, you, you pull yeah. the crank, and you... Yeah. Hope for the best. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that wasn't a good one? Alright, well, it's purple now, so let me go and put two more purple things there and try to get another... Like, get the next level up. Mm-hmm. It's... And Gearbox's response to, like, why can't... Like, why don't the bosses respawn Randy Pitchford? The CEO of Gearbox Software said, well, that's not the kind of game we're making. If you want to form a boss, then just start your game over again. That is like the biggest bunch of bullshit. That is the hugest 180 from like Borderlands 2 to exactly. the pre-sequel. Yeah. And it was like, what the fuck, man? Uh... And then eventually they were like, all right, well, we've... And apparently it was a toggle. Like, mm-hmm. in the coding, it was... Basically, it was... Uh, if an enemy would respawn, it would have a one. And if they couldn't, they would have a zero. Right? Mm-hmm. All you had to do was just change that zero to a one and then they would respawn right and they did this they 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 finally after they released the last dlc which was claptastic voyage mm-hmm. they enabled the fact that bosses would respawn except for the bosses people wanted to respawn of course like general zarpadon mm-hmm. which was a good fight and drop some decent loot. But I don't know. It's I don't fucking know. I really don't. And I mean it's it's because of that that I'm very leery about right. Borderlands 3. Cuz I'm I'm worried that that's the mentality cuz they got a lot of backlash for it. Mhm. Cuz it's one thing if it was 2K Australia saying it and being like, "Well, this is the kind of game we're making, mate." And I'm just like, all right, cool. I understand that. But it was Randy fucking Pitchford mm-hmm. saying it. And it's like, fucking really? You know, this, this is how you're going to treat your loyal, cu- your loyal customers that bought mm-hmm. this shit game? Mm-hmm. Please. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I, I don't even know. I um, know. But yeah. If I could pat you on the shoulder right now, I would. <laughs> well, uh, it wouldn't be gimmick bag unless we talked about a little wrestling. Yay, wrestling. And by a little wrestling, I mean like maybe like for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting late. Yeah, it's getting late. Uh, so we're like two weeks away from, from WrestleMania. Yay. Oh. <laughs> Uh, the main event has been confirmed to be Charlotte Flair 
the mm-hmm. SmackDown Women's Champion mm-hmm. against Ronda Rousey, the Raw mm-hmm. Women's Champion against mm-hmm. Becky Lynch, mm-hmm. the man. Yep. That's the main event, WrestleMania. Charlotte's had like five matches this year. Hmm. She's only won one of them. Hmm. And the one she won was for the women's championship. Right. And the whole women's division is just like Asuka deserves better. Yeah. Like people are calling out the fact of like, why are the, like, like it's, it can be like a kind of a kayfabe thing because of Becky Lynch, but she's mm-hmm. just like, um, Asuka deserves it more than you. Um, mm-hmm. Charlotte, which is the truth, but mm-hmm. they're going about this one of two ways. Yeah. One, way one. They're playing on unifying the titles. Hmm. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I no. mean, um, how long has it been since the brand split? Well, the brand split's going to get a little bit more intense in uh, the fall because of. Uh, Oh, that's right. Because the, of the Fox thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, there's not many top... I mean, there's a lot of great women talent, but there's mm-hmm. nobody... There's not a lot on the roster that you yeah. could say, like, they're a marquee player, you know? Yeah. So I, I could see them unifying the titles. Mm-hmm. Alternatively, I could see the final moment of the pay-per-view being Charlotte holding up her SmackDown women's championship, Becky holding up the raw women's championship, Sasha Mm -hmm. and Bailey coming out and holding up their tag team women's tag team championships. And then you have the the four horse women all with their championships. Yeah. That's the other way this can go. If they don't go, I'm betting that's how it's going to go too. Yeah. Because, you know, like, once you know wrestling for a while and how predictable it can be, yeah, I think you might be right on that one. Well, with the unification angle, the way I think about it is this. The women's tag team championships, there's only mm-hmm. one set of those. And those go between Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Right. Who's to say that they don't do the same thing with the women's championship and just have a women's championship. Mm-hmm. I would be absolutely fine if they were to do unifications on just the top belts, like the WWE and the universal championship, just one championship, right? The women's championship, just one championship, the mm-hmm. tag team titles, one championship. Um, because when you do that, then that brand... So, like, Raw has the Intercontinental Championship. SmackDown has the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. Those belts mean more. Right. It, it, it adds kind of like an artificial prestige, in a sense, to them. Um, and forces them to be more relevant. Forces them to ha- have better matches for them. Because, yeah, the champion may be on SmackDown this week. Or this month. Mm-hmm. But the following month, that, that's probably not going to be the case. You know? Right. Um, I would like that to be the case. I, I would like them to do that. 
maybe introduce even a third tier belt where you have like you know uh where you have the company's top belts you know your your, mm-hmm. your women's championship your your men's championship your tag team titles but then from there you have like let's just say hypothetically uh um raw has the intercontinental championship and then another championship but smackdown has i don't know the the u.s title and the european title you know mm-hmm. do something like that where it's like oh okay well there's these you know there's two belts two tiers you know um of championships but i mean, yeah. who, who knows um Fork Laser, Seth Rollins coming up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Meh. Yeah. Um, Shane McMahon's heel, Miz's face. Blue. Most of the stuff going on is very uninspired. Yeah. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa's out again with, uh, with an injury. He just had mm-hmm. neck surgery. Uh, so his planned match with Johnny Gargano at TakeOver, um, is now Adam Cole, baby, versus Johnny Gargano at TakeOver. Uh, we're also <laughs> getting Walter versus Pete Dunne for the UK, the NXT UK championship. Ooh. Yeah. So that should be a... That should be a really good one. Um, there's a fatal four-way for the uh, NXT Women's Championship. Uh, mm-hmm. What is it? Shayna uh, Baszler, uh, Bianca Belair, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyrie Sane mm-hmm. and Io Shirai. If I'm right. not mistaken, I think that's the match. I don't have notes in front of me. I don't know. Either. So, to be fair, I haven't followed wrestling for however many months now. Yeah. I mean, we need, we needed time off because it was. Yeah, now we're getting back in right at mania time because that's because uh, we have to. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not it's not even that we want to, it's mm-hmm. because we have to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just the whole the the whole storytelling thing. Like, is just I don't know, man. It's it's very transparent. In a sense of like, you could see the way things are going. Right. Um, we got, what is it? Uh, I, I think at, I think at Mania we have uh, Bauer against Lashley again. I Why? think. Because Lashley got his championship back and Bauer beat, uh, beat him in a handicap match again. Um, to win an opportunity. What is creative even remotely thinking? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, you will go fucking batshit crazy trying to figure that out. (laughs) Explains McMahon. Jeez. Um, there's a fatal four way for the women's championships, uh, women's tag championships. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? Uh, Sasha and Bailey against uh, Tamina and uh, Nia Jax against the Iconics against Natalia and Beth Phoenix. 
Yeah. I knew Beth was back. I just didn't know what capacity she was back and she's with Natalia. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. As of right now, it is projected to be a minimum, a minimum of 16 matches at Mania. Oh. <laughs> Do we have to sit through all of it? I'll probably be at work for most of it. Okay, good. Just like tap me on the shoulder when you get home and go, hey, let's watch this shit now. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. For what? For the 18 hours of wrestling we gotta catch up on. Fuck. Not enough alcohol, man. Yeah, you're not wrong. Oh, man. But yeah, it's just, I mean, there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, AEW. Um, they signed uh, Ali from Impact, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, she decided not to re-sign with Impact. Uh, to give other talent an opportunity, which is actually really nice of her to do, you know. Yes. Um. Of course, Rosemary resigned with Impact. Um, mm-hmm. Sammy Callahan resigned with Impact. There's a bunch of people that resigned with Impact, and then Allie didn't. And I was like, that's kind of weird. And then she signed with AEW. Uh, also, there's uh, something going around that uh, Dustin Runnels, uh, better known as Goldust in the mm-hmm. WWE, or Dustin Rhodes, the natural. Um, when his contract is up with WWE, may be joining AEW. Huh. It's not a bad move. No, it's not. Um, Dustin gives back like nobody else you know right. uh he really likes giving back to a lot of the younger talent and all of that and, and i think that's terrific i think that's amazing and mm-hmm. they're only going to benefit from that absolutely uh the whole rest i was to be honest with you i really didn't prepare for a wrestling portion tonight so i don't blame you <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with that too. And it's just because I mean, we had the the whole gearbox thing happen and it's like Oh, well, <laughs> guess what we're talking about tonight? No. No, why? I know, but we got through it. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And we don't have Nashville by night this week. It's the following week if I'm not mistaken. You are correct, because okay, cool. my Friday games have now aligned with our Sunday games, so now I can better keep track. So we are off this weekend, my friend. Okay. All right. <laughs> You'll be my timekeeper now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so... Um, yeah, if you, guys, if you guys are interested in hearing us roleplay... Mm-hmm. Um, you guys can check out uh, Nashville by Night on um, basically wherever podcasts are heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also uh, check it out on YouTube. I do have a playlist on this channel, um, this YouTube channel, as well as I have a playlist set up on my main channel because this one doesn't have a custom thing and 
Yeah. So I'm not reading off a big long string of letters and numbers <laughs> again. Yeah. Because I've done it before. <laughs> um, also, it's, I mean, when we, when we do it, it's live on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitch.tv slash Precipice Podcast. Uh, every other Sunday, unless otherwise noted, um, at... 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific is about the time we want to start, but we never really start at that time. But you're going to want to be in chat about that time because that's usually when I'm just like, all right, guys, are we ready? And I'm like, fuck, I got to do all the setup because I fucked something up. What did I do? (laughs) What did I do? Oh, no, 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 no. So. (sighs) Guys, we got about 15 minutes. All right, cool. I'm going to use the bathroom. Like, be quick. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, it's honestly, Nashville by night's a fun time. Uh, you can mm-hmm. hear Maury portray uh, Evelyn Barto <laughs> slash Lizette Bouchard, uh, who is a, uh, a, a nod to uh, a good friend, uh, Mr. Manny Rods. Uh, who <laughs> used to wrestle under the name J.C. Bouchard. So, yeah, look at me doing that. And then we also have uh, Thrabalan of Thrabalan Gaming. Yes. Um, I, I threw him curveballs this week during the podcast. I'm like, we have Thrabalan of Nashville by Night, and it's just like, it's just like, Wait, yeah, what? it was, yeah, it was that situation. Um. Uh, and then it was just like, and, and you know, Thurbalan of the Sedite Ministry. And it was just like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, we have Thurbalan, uh, who plays Be- uh, Bethany Manchester, or uh, currently known as uh, Arabelle Watson, mm-hmm. a uh, nod to uh, Ian A.A. Watson, a very awesome, amazing person. Yes. Uh, then we have Dorky Ray playing Bron Caval. Caval. <laughs> I can't do it right. I can't you need to add more phlegm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been talking for like two hours, and my my throat's getting really dry, um, <laughs> so I can't be very phlegmy. Um, yeah, fair. Or uh, Ryan, um, what is it? Uh, Just actually kind of funny because I think you got it right that time. Yeah, I did. Ryan, um, what is it? Uh, Gaffin. You named. <laughs> I don't have it in front of me. It's a newer one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have uh, Percival Ward, played by It's Anubis, uh, who occasionally you will hear in the background of these podcasts. Yep. Um, unofficial part of the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, whose new character's name is Lachlan Gambril, which sounds pretentious as fuck. Because of Ventrue. Yep. So, but you guys can hear us do that. You can hear me play multiple different characters, do really bad accents. Because my accents are fucking horrible. <laughs> um, you get to hear me play a lot of female characters and not even try to lower my Your octaves. Yeah. I mean, because <laughs> you start doing it and it's like, all right, well, fuck, my voice is killing me because I'm. I'm so used to talking here, but now I got to talk here and it's just, mm-hmm. it's all a lot softer. 
But then every character sounds like this because you're doing all the female characters. And you're like, what am I doing? Is this ASMR now? Are we doing ASMR? Oh, dear God, no. <laughs> we do not need Nashville by Night ASMR edition. Uh, actually, I think we do. But it would it'd be Welsh AS- ASMR, and it would be Ray mm-hmm. playing Brawn, whispering in Welsh <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> I need to run this by Ray. Yes, you do. Let's make it happen. Ray. If you're listening, you, you need to do a thing. Whis- we, whisper to us. We 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 need you to record like like an hour at a time. You just whispering in Welsh, and we'll put it up on your YouTube channel. We'll link it on the the Precipice Podcast Network, and uh, yes, it'll be uh, Ron Cavill's Cavall. Uh, um, <laughs> because let's. Ray Ray always gives me shit. Ray's just like, oh, you you pronounced it wrong, and I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to pronounce it? And like, then it gets very phlegmy, and I'm like, yeah, I no, that's not happening. That's no, no, no. But yeah, so uh, but you guys could enjoy that every other Sunday live on Twitch. You could also hear that on um, on iTunes, Stitcher. Google Play, Radio Public, all of those fine services. Mm-hmm. Uh, same place as you hear a gimmick bag. So there's that. Yep. Um, what a coincidence. Yeah, well, I mean. What was this if you run the entire fucking show? <laughs> and do all the things. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, mm-hmm. I do kind of do this. I do pot errors. I do Nashville by Night. And. Mm-hmm. Um, Possibly another role play thing. Neat. Possibly, I don't know. Maybe. I I've no I. I have. I'm trying to get back into streaming now too. Yeah. So it's like I have n- like no time to do anything. So. Understandably so. Yeah. But anyway, I think we should call this um, an end would like to thank each and every one of you for checking us out tonight today this evening whatever it is for you you guys have been amazing uh you can click those links in the show notes for our sponsors um check out nashville by night uh there's also i don't have the link on hand or else it would be there uh for the private for the uh, roleplay discord server so you guys can see what happens between games it's more of a Nashville by night thing so that'll mm-hmm. that'll be more in that those show notes than our show notes um yes. but yeah definitely check out Nashville by night it's a lot of fun um and yes we are super hyped for Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 yay we're kind of hype for Borderlands 3 I guess yay and we are depressed as fuck that we gotta sit through Wrestlemania so anyway guys uh until next time for moriarty it's todd you guys have a great one and we'll catch you next time